0: We should go to APD headquarters and hold up a sign that says arrest, arrest. Bill Gates. We should just have a. All right, video. What, welcome oh. to episode eighty-six. Con on the pedicab. I am back with a very good friend of mine, Zach Moore. Um, Zach is here because um his the sc- Zach's the, the school teacher for Zach's um stepson. Yes. Wrote some, wrote some a, version of
1: that. So my girlfriend's wrote,
0: kid. Yeah, my girlfriend's kid. Um, wrote a scathing letter to Zach to Zach and his girlfriend, um, lecturing them about their son's inability to wear a mask properly. Inability to wear a mask.
1: And uh, the reality is he wears his mask below his nose. He knows it's bullshit. Um, It's not really hard to figure out at this point that it's bullshit. It's been pretty. um, I mean, even on CNN, that woman, that woman who was literally born in Shanghai, Dr. Wen, (laughs) uh, she was literally born in Shanghai. She said cloth masks don't work. And that's essentially what the, the school children are wearing. So at this point, it's pretty obvious it's not a uh, an efficacious uh, health tool. It's merely a tool of compliance or a tool of just shaming children or a tool of just let making your kids a part of these people's political beliefs, so they can use your kids to continue to pretend that this pandemic is ongoing on the level it is. Because hey, you've got a the kids are still wearing a mask. Would you like me to read that email for you? Oh yeah, please read it. All yes, right. actually, yes, yes. All right. This is from I I forget her name. I I don't. Oh, you know. Come on. Don't be shy. I actually forget her name. um, But you're lucky I forget your name because I'm a good person and I would never do something like say your name in front of the hundred million or so people that are watching this right now and get you in deep trouble with uh, domestic extremists, extremists like people who are unvaccinated or something like that. Uh, it would be like January 6th. And I like I now.
0: like that you think 100 million people watch this podcast. 100 like million people are watching this. this right now. We're manifesting this into we're existence. We're manifesting
1: that into existence, and here's the reality, is that it sounds way more intimidating to say something like that
0: than, uh, than to well, not. you, you know, it's, what, it, it's like... Um, it's like 81 we, we million we, wouldn't, we wouldn't, Yeah, we wouldn't want to Like, nobody wants to do anything... Like what happened in the summer of 2020 when no hundreds of people marched to the homes of city council members to try to like get the police to fund it or I wouldn't whatever. do that. No, that's that's crazy. So why would anybody want to? You know, there's no need to gaslight that people. That's the kind there's of behavior. There's no need to do that, right? That's not like, good yeah, no, not that's at all. That's bad behavior. Bad
1: behavior. But I, I wouldn't burn down like a, a city hall in Seattle either. No, I'm not crazy, that kind of person. Crazy
0: stuff. It's about it's about peacefully trying to get a message across. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, here's the message yeah. we got. I am sending this
1: email to let you know that blank is not consistently wearing his mask properly during math class. I have reminded him on several days and several times during one class period, as was the case today. Please discuss with him how important it is for him to keep his mask over his face at all times. I have told students that if they need to take a sip of water, they must ask to step outside on the porch to sip their water, and then put the mask back on before entering the classroom again. With this new variant being so contagious, notice she said contagious, not dangerous, it is critical that we keep our students and staff safe. If I see, Mind you, a ton of people there have COVID right now, so I don't think the masks or the vaccines are working. Uh, <laughs> if I see this again, I will send him to the nurse for consultation on proper mask wearing and safety. If it continues after that, he will be sent to the office and you will be contacted to pick him up from school. And if it continues after that, he will sent be sent to a camp. Just kidding. I added the last line, but we all know that's where that was going. That I'm just <laughs> fa- reading between the lines here. I appreciate your support in this matter. Please let me know if you have any questions. So that was the email we got, uh, which is great uh, because now we finally have in writing how crazy they are, because I've been trying to get these kinds of things in writing, I've been pushing back against this since October of 2020. Um, it be, has become pretty obvious to me at that point that the mask wearing and all this, it's some sort of political thing. It might be some sort of financial thing for them to continue to be able to pass education bills based on COVID safety and it like not look like a, an interesting uh, payoff to their friends and teachers unions. I mean, there, there's a variety of ways this might play out but it's pretty clear that the goal is to make it look like COVID's still going on forever. My girlfriend. Yeah. I'm trying to not use her name, but you could find out who my girlfriend yeah, is. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty easy. Um, My girlfriend went and spoke to the vice principal today and asked where the light at the end of the tunnel was. And while simultaneously admitting that this latest variant of COVID is... Uh, basically, a common cold. She's also in, said to my girlfriend that they. She's unsure of when the masks are going to come off. So there is no light at the end of the tunnel. It's just masks forever. It's just hey, you don't have a decision to make be made here. Your your dirty little demons that you send us to educate uh, may never show their face in the school again. Keep in mind, it's been two years now. Kids haven't seen a smile in two years. They haven't seen someone laugh in two years. They haven't seen their teacher enunciate their words in two years
0: so so this is gonna have a My opinion right? I, I have a psychology degree from um, State University of New York at Binghamton I was like, you know, I finished 2,432nd in my class right How uh, many people in your class I dude? Know, that probably like really good 5,000 something sounds really know, right? good <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um as somebody with a, a, a psychology degree from a pretty good public university i'm Are pretty any of them i'm good? pretty sure <laughs> reputable right like I'm, I'm pretty, i went to uri right right but i'm pretty sure that wearing a mask for a prolonged period of time especially during your formative years of development is going to have a really harmful effect on your emotional well-being not being able to be exposed to faces or facial expressions or to be even able to um, know which facial expression to show because what's going to happen When the masks do come off, like no one's going to know how to can people are going to have a huge um, deficit in terms of how they actually communicate. For sure. For sure. And not not to mention, um, you know, when when teachers go off and start policing um, kids for masks and mask wearing and and covid stuff. Right. You not only um, not only are you a like neglecting to actually teach these kids essential skills to become successful, um, well-adjusted responsible self-actualized adults, but you start neglecting the unique and natural abilities of many of the students in your class because you could have like the next Elon Musk, right? Like you could have like the next um, Mother Teresa, you could have the next Dr. Martin Luther King, you could have the next Gandhi, you could have the next Anthony Pompliano, you could have the next um, Michael Saylor, you could have the next Steve Jobs, right? that you're teaching but if that kid isn't wearing his mask properly you're not going to be able to nurture those gifts so there's a whole lot of talent and knowledge and um forward thinking ideas that could wind up just being stifled because of this
1: i know me personally like uh i was working somewhere where i had to wear a mask for a while during this and once i had to stop doing that the the event was essentially over for me you know and that's a really important thing to feel is that like for some people they, they're they in certain environments too some of these people we talk about they've been wearing a mask they've been, they're not in the same kind of environments we're now
0: we're at a culture where it's almost like if we encourage mask wearing and if we start encouraging vaccinations we'll be vilified yeah yeah so because, it's, it's almost like the opposite effect it's the opposite end of the ball
1: for sure for sure and <sighs> and Science would be showing that we're probably right on this We're one. probably right, all right. right You yelled
0: at me when I said Maybe it's alright to wear a mask in the grocery store last year Yeah and I So, I, so you know what I mean So like it, Was that right? Um, yeah I mean I never said you were wrong Love you I Thank never you. said you were wrong about Thank that. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Here, let, me just, let me just hold you close here. I never All said right. you were. I never said you were wrong about that. But I'm just saying, like, that's we're on a total opposite end of that spectrum. Is what I'm saying. Right, say. right. Perfect that's way that's to put it. We're, we're on, on a, a total
1: end. opposite end of the spectrum. So I do like, like, I'm trying to empathize a little bit more. But I do think that we're now at a point where the science is pretty much settled out now. Uh, enough has been said. I mean, I, I mean, we're at a point now where we know what's going on. And we we're at a variant that basically is a common cold, right? Hey Zach, I have a question. Yeah.
0: Um, how old is this teacher? That? um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do you do you know like at all? Like how do you have an age range for how old do you think she might be? Um, dude, have you met the teacher? No. Has Jamie met? I'm sorry. Has your girlfriend met? (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) alright.
1: You can find out who my girlfriend is on my Instagram. Yeah. Um. I'm not we're not sure how old the teacher is My, uh, our oldest you know just I, I I haven't even asked that question.
0: Do you really. know do you know what the teacher looks like? Do you know what her health choices are? I would love to know. I mean I think that's interesting. I'd love to know how many steps she takes every day. Well you, it's an interesting it's an interesting point of discussion, right? I'd love to know if she does yoga. It's an, well I'd love to know what she's into. Zach, this is we're making jokes but this is an interesting point of discussion to it to is. understand yeah. because like if you had a teacher that looked like you and me promoting this stuff it, you wouldn't it would be mind-boggling and right. totally ridiculous, right? But if the teacher was like Morbidly obese or the teacher was like 64 years old with a series of underlying health problems They might be in a different they, they might have a different viewpoint about this virus versus somebody who's like young and healthy and because of their viewpoints on this virus they might Be teaching their class from an element of like paranoia versus an element of like wanting to nurture growth if that makes sense. I think that the problem with our education system is there's so many
1: people who are not trying to be exceptional. They're not try- like the fact that like there's a lot, there's a lot of people out there that are just not excelling. Like, are you, how are you not in like, we, we, we accept a low, a low standard for ourselves.
0: as a Yes, because, out of the culture. because the teaching profession, I wanted to be a school teacher when I moved here. Right. The teaching profession. And I was a sub in Austin for a long time. And I was a sub in Hayes County pre COVID. Right. Um. The teaching profession, based on how it is structured, it is designed, down, huh? well, it's designed to attract mediocrity for the most part. Right, right. Minus a few exceptions, you know, minus some minus a few like outliers who like had successful businesses and they want to start teaching to give back. Right. You know, minus like people who are like star athletes or former D1 like basketball, football players that wind up going into coaching. The, I don't the think the majority of teachers are media are, are for the most part. Relatively mediocre their rule fo- like it attracts rule followers yep. It attacks It attracts what, people who have always been what compliant. do you learn in school?
1: You learn how to listen to rules remember what you're told like that's what how you get good grades on all these multiple-choice tests We had growing yes. Up. What was? what did you remember what you were told remember what you're told? so it just creates an environment of rule followers and You know it there it cultivates if you're not in a good environment and you're not self-motivated And you're not motivating the people around you. We're extremely lucky. We're around a bunch of very very motivated people and the, the point that I was getting to with this is that like people have had two years to get their health under control. If yeah. they if they were curious at all, they could have found out pretty early on that this was attacking people who were old and who were overweight. If they had any curiosity, and that's part of the problem is that there's too many people that don't have any curiosity in, in what's going on in the world around them, right? Like, how many people did it take months and years to get like on the page of like, hey, like, guys, like this information's just right over here. This information like the last two years, this information's right over here. Why can't you see it?
0: Well, it's because the pharma companies and the central banks that fund our media want us to be sick and dependent on them. That's why. And I
1: do think that I also think that the schools also teach you to follow the trusted sources. Yes. Right? Like when you when you're doing a, a, a paper in school, if you source remember when we were kids, like you couldn't even source Wikipedia. Turns out everyone's basically Wikipedia. Everyone's just making up their yeah. own shit. Right, like so, it's like we are not even allowed to do Wikipedia, which is basically the same as someone writing for the New York Times or whatever at this point. Like, and uh, what we know now, right? There's certain websites you couldn't use. People kind of develop that programming through their childhood that um, I'm supposed to listen. These are the sources we're supposed to
0: listen to. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank is a sponsor of the Teach for America initiative. That's amazing. Um, Bill Ackman. Um, donates tens of millions of dollars to um ultra left wing liberal causes in New York City public schools. Right. Why do you think they're doing that? They're not doing that because they genuinely want to make it so there are less poor people in the world. Right. There's a reason, and it's they're profiting. Probably it's a way to profit and it's a way to keep power and it's also a way to um. Prevent people from overtaking them from a from a standpoint of competition, because when like the more woke ideology you teach, the more you get the kids to be focused on like pronouns and gender pronoun pins and pride right. and all that stuff. And just before I finish this, like obviously there's nothing wrong with being gay. There's nothing wrong with being trans. Like nobody should judge you or be mean to you, right? But that's literally where the conversation should end. It should be two sentences long, and that's it. That's literally um, the conversation. You can you do it.
1: You can do whatever you want. I too can do. Can do whatever, whatever,
0: whatever I, I want. want. Yeah, yeah. Um. But when you focus lesson plans on this, when you focus the amount of energy and time into um, social justice into identity politics into woke ideology, you know what that takes away from that takes away from learning about the financial system yeah. it takes away from uh, um, understanding anything, yeah, anything yeah it, it takes away use. yeah, it takes away from understanding the food like the food pyramid. it takes away from understanding um, how we can how we can better take care of the environment it takes away from how we can um develop better social emotional skills to become um well-adjusted grown-up adults you know there are a lot of things that this stuff winds up taking away from and the skills that it takes away from will create a generation of children who when they grow up are are going to be they're going to be confused and they will be dependent on big tech and big pharma because there's a total lack of because they just shot themselves up with yeah,
1: they shot themselves up with hormones they have no human like there's a variety of ways they could be caught up with big pharma yeah right, right? Yeah. Like, so um, I mean on your point like the, in the elementary school they have a gay pride week they have gay pride week in the elementary schools of Austin so and now not that there's anything wrong with being gay but we're not even they, these kids haven't even been taught what straight sex is and they have an entire week dedicated to gay pride which every kid loves a rainbow so you're like doing this weird thing, and then you're also sending them home with pronoun pins. Uh, one of the elementary schools here in town made students draw Black Lives Matter posters. Did they make them, or did they give them an option to do it? They, it was Black Lives Matter poster drawing day, right? Like we have a bunch of people who, who like who, whatever class it was, it was it was just this is what you're doing. The child didn't choose to do this. Right? Do you know what like, school this was? It was it was one of the schools that we're talking. It was, you're not, it was it, Zilker,
0: at Zilker Elementary. They made yeah. them do this. Yeah, it was at Zilker. Uh, so I mean, so wow. keep in mind,
1: January 6. We keep getting told. We just got through January 6, 2022. We keep being told how horrific that event was. That event happened every single night in the summer of 2020, and the teachers here are trying to push that on your children. It's it's it the 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 politicization of the education that kids are getting from people
0: in this town. Is just it, it, well, it never ali- stops? Isn't that illegal? Like, shouldn't shouldn't somebody have? You're not allowed per- to make. No, a- you're not allowed to be a political activist when you're a school teacher. Um, did you guys talk to the governor? Did you guys write a letter to Ken Paxton? Did you guys do anything to like address this?
1: Not this is this has begun. We're now starting to. I I have to wait for my girlfriend sometimes to come around to things. I'm not the parent. Honestly. You're not the parent. Yeah. Is, so, do you so, still
0: have? Do- sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting. Do you still have the documents of Black Lives Matter being an assignment?
1: Uh, we could try and look into that,
0: but point being, what, okay. I get, what I was
1: getting to is that, is that, um, is that I've been, you know, I've been pretty pissed about this for a while. Uh, I'm a bit more of a pit bull about these kinds of things.
0: <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, you're right. Uh,
1: my, my girlfriend's a very nice person. Um, so once she finally turns on something and says, all right, it's time, uh, it's ready to then get the ball. Yeah, then, is, then it's time. Yeah, then it's time. Then you've unleashed, you've unleashed an animal you can't put back in a cage. No, and, right? and the thing
0: about your girlfriend, too... Is that like like she is very nice and she's yeah. very like emo like she's one of the most emotionally well like strong and put together people that I've met right for sure um and so when she's like focused on doing something she gets focus, a lot done yeah that focus is that that focus gets harnessed and that focus is very difficult to steer off course and she does things a little bit more
1: uh, just nicer than I would but yeah. now we're at the point where I have spent the last few years putting myself in a position with my profession and the the people I'm associating with where if I'm doing the right thing and this is an important distinction if you're doing the right thing these people will have your back whereas I advocated I watched 10th Planet Long Beach get burnt down by rioters on June 1st 2020 yeah and then I had my book deal canceled because I was like hey this is fucked up I was like hey this is wrong and basically, in sports media, that's not an allowable opinion. In most of the publishing world, that's not an allowable opinion. But thankfully, then we're not going to talk about who that next book with or the, deep into the topic of it. I just signed a publishing deal with uh, an outlet uh, that also had a book come out called uh, about Hunter Biden's laptop. And I got a better deal than I had on the last one. And I, and I put myself in a position with the people I associate with. I'm associated with good people and people who are trying to do the right thing. And if you surround yourself with them, like i have i feel comfortable having this conversation whereas my girlfriend's pretty early in a new career people you you have to you have to be in a fortified place to even speak out about this because of the risks yeah right like i said to you we she goes in she has this conversation with um with the vice principal and the oldest uh apparently has now been had a close contact with covid yeah Right. We were talking about this before the podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So had a close contact with COVID, apparently. And so we get a form and it's all written out that if you're unvaccinated, there's no quarantine. There's no testing. If you're vaccinated, you can keep going to school. Same with the, unva- the vaccinated. The vaccinated can keep going to school. The unvaccinated, they can keep going to school. But five days in, they have to get a, a, a negative COVID test to keep going to school. And then there's another group. There's a group of kids who have to stay home. Because their parents don't want to disclose their vaccination status to the school. So if you don't disclose your kid's vaccination status, you have to stay home from school. Now, we know the vaccine doesn't work, right? We're in agreement. The vaccine essentially doesn't work. Well,
0: actually, Dr. Fauci said uh, in the World Economic Forum that the vaccine was highly effective but has waning immunity after three to six months. And then then we also (laughs) find out that the
1: more vaccine you shoot up – the worse your immunity becomes. We're starting to find that we're out We're starting too. to find out a lot of stuff. In, in Israel, right? Yeah, we're starting to find out a lot of stuff about the shot. So, so point being, there's no scientific reason for why they should want to know that information. So I can only deduce that there's probably some ill intention behind their desire to find out your child's vaccination status. Now, could that ill intention be so that they can just know who the bad kids are in school, know who has the parents who might not believe the same things that they believe so that they can treat that child a certain way. Is that what it's about? Or, or or they
0: treat the parents like they're domestic terrorists and then it becomes an excuse to take the kid away from the home.
1: Or so what is it? And why do they feel like they have a right to know if a child has gotten a shot that doesn't do what the shot was supposed to do anyway. It'd be one thing if this was if this was a, a, a 100% effective long-term studied thing that was uh that was saving people from like cancer. Yeah, it was like a cancer vaccine, right? Like and like, and, and if you if you take the vaccine, you'll never get cancer, and you'll never and cancer suddenly is is contagious. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's contagious too. Imagine if cancer was okay. You can get me to do that, but you're trying to get me to do this thing that doesn't work, and then keep doing that thing that doesn't work, to just go along with you, so I, the the child can still get a a subpar education. I mean, we're we're. Again, not my child, variety of reasons why uh, a parent, uh, the situation we're in, why we haven't, you know, and I, I, I say not my child. That sounds super harsh. When I say that, I mean. It's not your biological child. My, not you know. my biological yeah. child. There's other variables involved. There's other financial variables, personal variables, trying to figure out a better solution for uh, the family and for the two, two kids. Um, but, I mean, the, it's not like I'm impressed by the education I mean, first day of school, they've got a diverse. They have eight things welcoming the kids back to school, and they thought eight of the most important things were, right, like it was like writing, math, diversity, inclusion. It's like a constant onslaught of just woke politics. It's just. What do you think the woke movement is really designed to do? <sighs> the woke movement is partially designed to be like a constant distraction, distracting us from the fact that. The people who are pushing the distraction are some of the most viable... uh, Vile human beings. Vile, um, anti... Like, think about we're not allowed to... There aren't allowed to be Holocaust deniers, right? they are Holocaust deniers right now. We don't call them Holocaust deniers. We call them Nike. We call them Adidas. We call them LeBron James. We call them the the people who are pretending what's going on in China right now with the concentration camps, what's going on in Canada and Australia, the people that are keeping this game going are the new holocaust deniers
0: unequivocally I, as a Jew I'll agree with that yeah I I think that a lot of the stuff that's happening with covid is following the na- a Nazi playbook it, it, it I think that the Nazis people that that came over here during operation paperclip um they would all be 100% in support of these mandates and they'd be championing it championing it and a lot of the a lot of these people who came um in here in the 1950s and the late 40s they ha- they actually helped influence how our FBI and our CIA and our education system um runs and is managed to this day as so, well as a lot of communists as well as people from communist countries they've infiltrated our education system to try to demoralize our youth like that that's that's common knowledge so so one of the m- really important things that eddie
1: kind of is his main point right eddie's main point all the time is eddie bravo one of his main points is that nasa was started by nazi scientists yeah
0: the right? head the head of, of nasa was von brown yeah like, that was so, like main dude yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. like and
1: what I think sometimes he's trying to communicate is that, like, there's a cult of science in this country, and it's kind of pushed through that NASA realm of, like, we're watching the cult of science unfold right now. I'm not, I'm not speaking for him, but, like, it feels like maybe that's some kind of connection there, too, is that there's a cult of science in this country, but also what you just said is super important. NASA, Nazis, FBI, CIA, the CIA has been selling drugs since the Vietnam War, at least. At least. Right? Why were we in Afghanistan?
0: You know I were in Afghanistan. Well
1: the year before nine eleven happened, the Taliban was destroying poppy fields and, and poppy production just shot straight downhill into the floor. If you watch Dope Sick on HBO, it's it's a great documentary. You'll also learn that Rudy Giuliani, the mayor of New York during nine eleven, um, he his first private client was Purdue Pharma. His first private cli- client was Purdue Pharma and he was trying to put pressure on the FDA and these other organizations to not go after Purdue Pharma. And he was using his stature as the guy who got us through this time to do so, according to that documentary. Um, After we went into uh, Afghanistan, opiate production shot through the roof. We just left Afghanistan. Uh, we left 85 billion dollars worth of equipment behind. We left Americans behind. Not a big scandal. I, if Trump was on Twitter, I'm sure he would have tweeted something on that day that would have been far more egregious than leaving tens of thousands of Americans behind enemy lines. But I'm digressing from my main point here. What is coming through the southern border that certain politicians want open? What What's coming through that border? Fentanyl. Fentanyl comes from China. So, what did George Floyd die of? George
0: Fentanyl, Fentanyl F- overdose and. Yeah, every, all that stuff.
1: Right, right. So the real fucking epidemic is that it's not police brutality. The real epidemic is that tens of millions, tens of thousands of Americans every year are dying of uh, fentanyl overdoses that were essentially produced by by this uh, by this opiate mass prescribing that was pushed that was created by the fact that the FDA gave Purdue a special label, special Oxycontin label that said that it was non-addictive. Some some woman named, I think, Janet Woodcock, which is a hilarious name because she's fucking all of us, um, (laughs) and she's been fucking us for 20 years. She was at the FDA. She was a part of that. The guy guy who had the final say on that, about that label, he ended up at Purdue Pharma in, like, an executive ship position. Um, Janet Woodcock, um, she... (laughs) uh was at the FDA then was a part of that and then now is a part of like the covid response doing something else that is totally uh that jumped off at, at the screen at me and was like oh my god she's still cr- yeah. doing the same stuff and i know you've had some issues some substance issues and stuff like that like for sure and here's an important thing for me that i was thinking about on the way over here is that like it's very it's very uh i was addicted to pills uh, I was a part of that generation that didn't know what it was. Was it because
0: It's because you were a college athlete and you got hurt or something, right? For sure. But but I then, also,
1: we we were very liberal with our use of them. Uh, we also just, we just didn't know. We really didn't know it was heroin until it was too late. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. Like, we had a good conversation uh, before you got out here, oh, me yeah. and Abe. And Abe was like, oh, yeah, I took these two this one time for something. And, and then I realized, I want the third. My brain's like, I want the third. It's just like can hook in you because it's like the best feeling in the world right and you can make all these excuses and rationalizations, which I, I empathize with some of these teachers and some of these people in these positions because they are rationalizing the positions they're taking, but there's no rational position for it. And the quicker that they can get to realizing there's no rational position for masking kids is the quicker that we can, that they can, re, that they can feel better about themselves too. Cause what they're doing right now is not good for their soul.
0: Yeah. And a lot of, but a lot of these teachers also have built a jail for themselves.
1: Yeah. They, they live inside a jail the same way as an addict. I lived
0: inside a jail. It's yeah. perfect. It's a perfect analogy. Like we, we, build jails for ourselves on a constant basis, right? Like, like, um, if you're a school teacher, you're building a jail for yourself because you're up to your eyeballs in debt and you're making no money, you're making barely enough money to get by. Um, and you might think it's wrong, but you might be too scared to not comply. And they deliberately hire people that are kind of like weak minded rule followers, people that you attract mediocrity because when you, when you have a whole bunch of mediocre individuals teaching children, well, you're a lot more likely to enforce compliance regardless of how tyrannical these orders are going to be. And that's not um, to say there aren't great teachers. No, there are.
1: If you're offended by what Alex is saying right now, maybe you're not a great teacher.
0: Yeah. I know plenty of teachers that are great that don't fall into that category, right? You know. Um, I had really great teachers in high school, and that helped me a lot. I of flew time. home from yeah. one, one of their funerals. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um so, I'm not I'm not badmouthing teachers, I'm just making an observation as to what I see right now currently. For sure. And then a lot of these people, a lot of the teachers that they hire have like socialist and communist type viewpoints already. For sure. And that's I feel like that's almost like slightly um it's like an unwritten prerequisite almost. Here's, but um it's part of the education too. It's like doc, there are but, people who
1: do stuff and then there are people who like kind of talk for a living and they kind of like there's a really good joke about like why are all professors all actors and all some other group. And the comedian was just like, they don't have to do like certain objectives in a lot of respects. Right. Like we're around a pretty great businessman in in Curtis. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Yeah. That, that's a person who is consistently setting an objective, holding you to a standard and then meeting that objective and moving on to the next objective. That's a skill that not very many people have. And I don't think, and there's certain professions where you can go your whole life without ever learning that skill. And so it cultivates a certain mindset.
0: No, I, I agree with that. I got lucky through MMA, through like doing boxing when I was younger. And then I, I also got really lucky because I have a job like pedicabbing where I can now function as my own entity. So a lot of this sure. stuff isn't really, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to speak my mind on this um, as freely as I want. And I'm very grateful that I have that opportunity. And I'm trying to use that platform to get other people to feel the same courage that I do. But a big reason why I feel the courage I feel is because the repercussions and consequences are not as great as if I was a teacher and I was up to my eyeballs in student debt needing that sure. to make a living sure. and feed my family. There's a, there's you know, a, there, like... The, the, the interesting thing about college is
1: it creates a slave class. Yes. It, it creates a group of people who are now in debt and essentially have to go find whatever job will pay off that debt. I told the you, group of my you, students... You can't go, you can't go do, pursue that other thing that's over there because you're you're, you're a, a slave you're, now. You're a slave now. So
0: I so I actually um when I was subbing, mm-hmm. I told a bunch of high school kids, um at I think it was at Lehman High School and in, in Kyle that they had this worksheet about how college graduates make a million more dollars more in their lifetime. Right. And I normally I don't when I subbed I just kind of like Where's, watched videos yeah. or looked at looked at like charts or just you know kind of like dicked around or read a book or something and just told the kids hey be quiet and do your work and like while well, assume you're working hard and whatever you know. But I saw that worksheet. And I got mad as hell when I saw that. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, listen, that is bullshit. You know, what, you know what you're gonna get if you have a college education? More, more, likely, a mountain of debt that you will never get out of. So I spent an entire period lecturing these kids on student debt, what that means, how a plumber and an electrician is probably gonna be is gonna wind up with more money than um the, than, than, than than a paralegal or a teacher or the majority of people with college degrees. And I explained to them, I was like, dude, going to college, it is almost like being in a gang. Like you cannot leave. It's because not, of the financial obligation that you're going to incur from that.
1: It's not it's not how much money you make, it's how many expenses you build up along the way too. Yeah, agree. Right? Like it, it, all right, 4 years of not really pursuing something that's like of of substance like in the professional field, right? Like you're when you're in college, a lot of people are, they got the summer job, they're doing this work, they're doing this major that they're not that passionate about. Um, there's a very, college should be for a very small group, but it, it's it's become this large scale thing. And think about it. Think about who really is putting people in debt and who's really raising the cost of things. As always, the culprit co- the seems to be the government. the government, is a government. That always wants to help
0: is continuously not helping us. Well, because they don't really want to help. They just say that they want to help us. It's a sales pitch.
1: They want us They want us to be slaves and be, 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 be someone that they could potentially leech money off of. We're like... We're
0: Cattle that they look, of, look at as a dollar symbol, so like it's like central banks love the, the central banks love that we have an increasingly large population of kids that go to school.
1: Yeah, central banks
0: love it. They love sure. it. They love it. They love it because they don't care
1: how that kid makes his money or how much he has on the on the back end. Like I knew a guy, he had a good job and everything uh, back in New Jersey, and he was. I remember him telling me when I was still in school, he's like, "I've got a thousand dollar per month payment." It's ridiculous, and it that's for make, like yeah. a long
0: time. He might have been on like a sped up thing, but like that's rent. Dude. Well, it's a scam. The whole thing's a scam. But here's the thing too, right? And um, we're talking about teachers um, building a jail for themselves. But the biggest problem that we have are doctors and nurses and healthcare professionals. How much debt are they in? And, and you know what? Because of the debt that they're in, they become slaves to big pharma. For sure. Um sure. and they really can't speak out because they got hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt and the only way they can even come close to paying that off and manage the lifestyle that they have with the house that they bought and with everything else that they've leveraged and their car payments and all the stuff that they've they've done under this fiat. And standard, the life they want to have. Yeah. They no matter how what their convictions are, they might just not even have any ability to speak out against anything or really voice their actual scientific opinion. Um and when you have a generation of doctors and nurses that are up to their eyeballs in student loan debt, you're creating a, like you are, the pharmaceutical industrial complex loves this. And it almost like, there's almost a horseshoe effect about maybe we got to figure out the student debt crisis because if there's any group of people that shouldn't have college debt, it should be doctors. Yeah. Because you want doctors to be able to freely make their own decisions, which which is supposed to be the best thing for the patients, not based on payouts that you get from pharmaceutical companies.
1: It's the only debt you can't get rid of. Right, like it's like it's the only thing yeah, you can't get rid of, yeah. and, and and one of the things that I I didn't get around to, and my you you and I get going, uh, and so I, I didn't get around to it personally was that the whole when you you said something that I don't ever want to I don't ever want to be a slave to big pharma again. I already was. Yeah, I, I looked I, at the clock. I was like, hey, when do I get to take my per- next Percocet? Because yeah. I was trying to like keep my addiction under control, right? So like I would look. It's called clock watching. It's like a well known thing is that you're just it digs its hook in you, and you're like, "When can I have the next one? When can I have the next one? I'm not high enough right now. I need to get another bump, basically." And so, they're asking people to basically go against core beliefs, right? Like very core beliefs of like I've had a personal experience that's way deeper than religion. Like it's, it's it might as well be my religious belief. Yeah, is that I I was prescribed ADHD medication as a kid. too. Me too.
0: I, I yeah, dude. Listen, I I struggle with a ton of learning disabilities. They put me. I I was riding a little bus to school when I was a kid. Dude, um, dude, dude. The reason why
1: I think I did opiates was because of the first thing, too. The reason why maybe maybe I thought you were going to be like,
0: dude, we already know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were at the short bus. I know you were
1: leaving that out there for me, but I was, no, I was trying to be kind. No, right. I was trying to be kind. I'm trying, like trying to be nicer. See, guys? Appreciate that. Check that out. Clip this part out. See, I'm trying to be nicer. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm doing my best. Yeah. I'm trying my hardest. It's not always the easiest thing for me because I like to fight. If something's going wrong and people are doing the wrong thing— You like I- to call it out. I, I, the thing is, but, is that I've done the wrong thing enough times to know what the right thing yeah, is. Yeah, so
0: I got to tell you my 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 pharma story too, because mm-hmm. I have. Um, do You like opiates? What What do you like? No, do you like? no, 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 not even not
1: me. not even that. want to do some heroin right now? I'll do it. No, no, I'll stop, fucking stop, fuck, stop, fuck sobriety. Oh, fuck fuck sobriety.
0: Oh, no, um, m- mine's a little bit more of a simpler story, and it's that when I was like a little kid, I was like this very chubby, very outgoing, like very like curious like baby, mm-hmm. and then I got my MMR shot. And MR I shot What's and that? I, the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine. Okay, and I got it all combined. And all of a sudden, I lost a bunch of weight, couldn't eat, stopped to, like became really um, distant, disengaged from people. And I had a, a, like experienced a ton of developmental problems, like all throughout my childhood. Yeah. And, and it happened right after I got my shot. And they had to put me in like special class. I had to go to like see an occupational therapist, I had to see a speech therapist. I went to, like, a, when I went, like, from, like, fifth or fourth grade through high school, I went to a really small school that had, like, less than 300 kids in it. So you um, were specifically in a small
1: school for a reason.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this, like, the childhood that I had, and I felt like I had, like, really bad, like, self-esteem issues because I thought that there was, like, something irreparably wrong with me. For sure. You know what I mean? Of course you would. A- and this happened to me because of how my body reacted to these these vaccines that I was forced to get. So, like... I'm not, when, when I talk about vaccines and talk about that stuff, I'm not doing it just because I, like, want to troll or, or because I want, like, views or because I want to, like, get popular on, like, social media or Twitter. I'm doing this because this had, like, a real-world effect on me. Yeah, for sure. We, and everyone, I never I, want anybody else to have to go through what I had to go through as a child. And people are going through it. Yeah. People are going through it. There's – we have uh,
1: another person in our community that has a sister or a, a, a niece or something. I forget the exact connection. I believe it's a sister. Had a similar story and vaccine stuff. I know a, a, a child, a, a baby right now who may have the most life. Don't don't mention the baby's name. A baby that may have the most life I've ever seen in a child. Um, the most aware, the most yeah. curious, the happiest. I don't, I don't know if they're vaccinated for anything. You know, it's like, it's like I look at that baby and I'm like, are Could all babies be like this if everyone set up their life to not get any of these shots max and maximize their ability to parent. If we were in a, if everyone was in a position where they could live out an example where they maximize their ability to parent, like these two parents are, and they, and they lived in a natural order, not just pharma wise, as much as they could in our, our current society. Um, that is is an interesting well, experiment to So teachers
0: play out. so teachers need to figure out a way to break off the system. And I think you can. And I, I want to explain this, right? oh, We need to get our tax dollars back well, from what we're paying though. D- yeah, obviously, you know? right? And there should be there should be
1: protests and there should be um That's one of the things that I think super important about all this is that there has been a big fight between uh, public schools, charter schools, people getting their tax dollars back. And yeah. I think that COVID is something that's prolonging this system's existence in some respects because we're never going to get around to that conversation. We're just going to no, be in a constant never. cycle of, hey, we're in, we're in, still in COVID. Let's but keep that, pushing but that's that money gonna, through.
0: But, but that also could um, strengthen that fight for those tax dollars back because you got to really rip the mask up on how bad the education system is. Yeah. Um, but but, but like, what I'm saying though is that you know, like, the FBI and the DOJ and some of these, like, liberal, like, like Democrat groups try to say that it's, like, you know, that it's a teacher's job to teach the kid, and they try to label parents that protest as domestic terrorists, and they try to do all this stuff that's really horrible, right? Um, but, A, hey, here's the thing, right? Um, that's genocidal language. For sure. And, and it also... Um, no, it, it is 100% the parents' um, obligation to figure out what gets taught in the schools because parents pay taxes to go to those schools. So if you don't think it's my responsibility to um, have a say in my kid's education, then I shouldn't have to pay taxes on, 100%, on that education.
1: A hundred percent. And I just uh
0: – Hold on. My girl's calling. Give me one second. Okay. You take a second. Hey, babe. I'm doing a podcast. What's up? All right. Okay. Anyway.
1: So – the other thing is um, that I think that we, under, we, under, we underplay how much uh, people that are on the complete other side of the, us than this, like people that are, and I don't think left or right, I think people that are just very, very triggered by what they've seen in mainstream sources, I think we discount how much they've been traumatized by what they've been watching. Because they've been primed to otherize people like you just described to use that kind of
0: language. Yeah, for because for four years it was like me and you used to have like arguments about this stuff like but, last year.
1: But think about this. Think about this. Right. Is that for four years they were first off they were lied to about Russia Gate. They were lied to about basically everything the media said. They they've been lied,
0: lied to, to about everything for fifty some odd years, 50, right? Like, like, yeah. If you yeah. believe the mainstream sources on things, you've been lied to since. It's JFK like taking K- stock was, advice from Jim Cramer. It, 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 and being mad that you lost money. You've been
1: you've been being lied to since the CIA shot JFK. Basically, yeah. That's how long you've been being lied to. And TV was always just programming. Most entertainment has always just been programming. Just look at sports. Look at sports right now. Um, you know, trying to va- Aaron Rodgers is a pariah for some people because he he won't get vaccinated because he's allergic to something in the vaccine. Um, our culture has been shifting. Yeah, I don't uh, even watch sports anymore. I don't watch any of it, other yeah. than UFC, and and the UFC just gave me an update to my phone, or ESPN did that uh, that um, fully vaccinated fighters won't be tested for COVID the week of fight. So they're trying to they're even because of probably some involvement. You know, Dana White's not at the center of this. This is a WME or like ESPN or some someone else is involved in this this part. But fighters are uh, who haven't who haven't been vaccinated are going to be tested. But um but uh you were saying oh oh for four years think about the fact that most uh, some 50% of democrats believe that like some large percentage believe that 50% of people who get covid go to the hospital. So of course they're scared. Right? So these people have been triggered for four years and consider that they think that everyone who votes for Trump some percentage of them think that everyone who vote, voted for Trump or disagrees with them is like this other thing. is a racist or a bigot. Yeah. And, so- and
0: Justin Trudeau actually said in a speech that the unvaccinated are racist and they're misogynist and we shouldn't have room for these people. Macron called them non-citizens. There's a lot of, um, you know, Austra- Austria is fining unvaccinated people $3,400 a month um, for until they get the vaccine. There's a lot of stuff that's happening. In Australia, they're putting people in camps in – um, in New York, they tried. They failed, but they tried to pass legislation where you could indefinitely quarantine somebody at an undisclosed facility if they pose a health hazard with which a, with, with a very vague description as to what that health hazard is. That's insane. There's, yeah, the so things- there's a lot of stuff that they're trying to do that you should be horrified by. Um, and what I was trying to say is let's that wait,
1: let's, let's let's take a second okay.
0: to just sit with the, how insane that list of things is. Continue. It's insane. But woke ideology is the basis point for of that. It. Yeah, and um, you know, because if you think somebody is a racist, if you think someone's a Nazi, if you think someone's a bigot, a misogynist, a transphobe, you a homophobe, it. you could, you'd could say we shouldn't. Why should we tolerate Nazis, biggest racists, and transphobes? Right. right. Um, so it. Makes people a lot more comfortable with the fact that they are being just eliminated from society w- through whatever metric they decide to do, um, by not having a bank account, by not being able to like purchase food somewhere, by not being able to have a home, by not being able to, uh, but by, by putting them indefinitely in a camp, by imprisoning them. By you know, fining, there's a lot I mean,
1: of. Think but, about that fine, thirty-four hundred dollar fine every month. If you are a family of four, that's thirty-four hundred times four. That's insane.
0: No, it's so absolutely you have insane.
1: to, you have to, you have to just
0: simply agree to big pharma you just have to yeah. you just have to go well this is totalitarianism this is what fascism is okay? for sure all the um, people who are yelling about
1: fascism they're are, becoming the real fascists. Silence in a lot violence. of ways
0: in a lot of ways they yes yeah. silence is violence, yeah right? like mlk would not be down for the shit no i um, think
1: i thought it was hilarious that i started to have these conversations yesterday with savannah hernandez on mlk day we were talking about southern democrats trying to discriminate against people they don't like and, we this should, was a, and we've and gone this is, full circle. Full and we've circle. gone full
0: circle. But with the, let, me talk, let, me, let me finish yeah. more about this woke stuff, right? Yeah. Um, we used woke ideology to justify invading Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, how so? Um, Explain that for people. After 9-11 happened, um, a big, a big um, selling point to go into these countries was the fact that the Taliban— was um mistreats was women mistreats women yeah. they abuse women they beat their wives they're extremely homophobic they burn gays they do all types of stuff and then to go into Iraq Saddam i his Let's own people Why this, not? This is a human rights issue so you got a lot of people who are like liberal professors like liberal feminist type people who you can convince to, yeah who you convinced to like help create a springboard to go into Iraq which just basically destabilized the Middle East and killed a bunch of people yeah so if you could do that in Iraq we know we know. Why of- well, what makes you think that you can't do this to us while we're here in this country? This is the same this is literally the same playbook. Like people think like, oh, this woke stuff is a distraction, but it could also be the a way precursor that they to just it. an unbelievable amount of evil that we can justify yeah. taking place.
1: Yeah, for sure. For and sure. People That's need, to, exactly under- to, people say need to
0: understand that, right? Like just because you're against like some of this woke agenda doesn't mean that you hate black people, doesn't mean that you don't like gays, doesn't mean that you're transphobic, it means nothing. As a matter of fact, we probably need more black people and more gay people and more trans people to fall fall in line to how how we are thinking because this stuff hurts everybody equally. Hey man, we know a lot of people. We know a lot of different kinds of people. We
1: know a lot of, and, and that's one thing that's interesting about the environments that we're in, your experiences on the pedicab. A lot of people understand what's going on. Doesn't race isn't a factor. Sexuality isn't a factor. These things aren't factors for people because things have we've gotten to a point where everyone understands this is way bigger than any sort of any sort of difference between people. You know, any sort of superficial, silly difference. Yeah. They, I mean, everyone kind of gets what's going on. They are super thankful for the, whoever's around them, whatever's around them, um, and and there's. The insanity of, uh, we're, we're of an age where Dave Chappelle came about when we were in middle school. Uh, the idea of racism has been silly to me since 2001. Just like a silly idea. Being racist is a silly it's idea. It's fucking retarded. It, silly. it is silly. He made it silly.
0: It's silly. Right? Yeah. He
1: made it silly. So I think that was a really big, important, formative piece of my childhood was uh, Dave Chappelle's show, which was just like, it was so silly to see how a racist person behaved. The black-white supremacist was a hilarious skit. it 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 would it illustrated how dumb that that central idea at the end he's like he divorced his wife of 32 years because she (laughs) yeah she she loved black guys (laughs) you know and he's like he divorced her like it's it's a silly concept so it's like we're around people that people that are, are, are really good people and um and there are a lot of those people out there they just and one of the things you said people have to have the courage to 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 feel comfortable with themselves and know that like hey i i am someone who does the right thing i do have all my ducks in a row like you've you've been someone who probably didn't have all your ducks in a row wasn't doing everything right and then now you are in a better place and you know how that feels internally yeah. to be doing the right things and on the right path and all that kind of stuff uh, and we know those kinds of people and um
0: And I'm still not 100% there, but I'm doing my best to try to get there, right? And everyone, we're
1: around people that are moving in the right direction. Um, This city has a lot of people that are moving in the right direction um, across the board. Wherever you go, uh, people are grinding um, for sure. And um, But, yeah, I mean, I I think that the idea of race is – it's just racist, bigot. We're starting to find out that the people who have been saying
0: that the most are those things. Yeah, it's, they called are proje- it's called projection.
1: They are the people who are okay with the fact that seventy percent of black well, it's people like, in New York aren't vaccinated. Yeah, it's
0: like this. Listen, man. Like, remember those? Remember those homophobic politicians back in like the early two thousands? Yeah, and you always were caught dang, them in the steaming yeah. fucking dudes like getting trained on them, doing like swallowing jizz For left sure. and right, and you know hey, the if that's Like, that's what you like. it's that's sa- ha- No, but the that point. That could be a good time. Right, but the point of the matter is that like it could be. A good it's the same. Well, but it's the same thing. I just like, to say that on time. It could be a sure. It could be a good time. Don't be a bigot. Be progressive. Don't be a bigot. it could be a good time. But what I'm saying though is that like yeah, what I'm saying though is that um. You're it, it, it's that it's it's Yeah, it's pro- it, it's total projection. So like it's no different than like the guy that cries racism being the biggest racist, right? Or the guy that cry, cries fascism being the biggest fascist. It's always the same. It's always the the loudest one in the room is either A always the weakest or B always doing the opposite of what they loudly champion themselves to be. For sure. For that's sure. that's where we're at. Just like just like people like Dan Crenshaw like are yeah, dude, are, are liberal. Like, you know what I mean? Like that that's, He's not liberal. He's a just a straight a
1: Ryan, straight establishment rhino I think which is basically no he, different than being he, a liberal he, he, it's well, no different it's I, same I hate thing, to dude. use the word liberal because you and I are very liberal people okay right we're, we're liberals I, like, I guess we are yeah right we, like are. We, we just said that I we you just admitted that getting a train run on you could be a good time you're open to that That's a very are the most progressive people in Austin honestly you got season. it on camera facts it's yes. on camera it yes. could happen yeah. it could be it could happen tomorrow and you could be you know you could be a whole different man but honestly like Liberal is a super important word. America is a liberal place. And, and we, we overuse that word to describe people who have been illiberal in every single way. And we have to start targeting them with a better word, right? Like we have to normalize a different word because people use that word too much.
0: I think we do have to restructure the the way in which we We have to use them. the right language. Words are super important. Use, we are not using the right language in a lot of ways. For sure. Both people on both sides of the aisle need to do a better job of figuring out the right language to use. For sure. 100%. And, and I mean to. we,
1: we got to stop calling people liberal when they – like. They've acted like that. And this is one uh, super important point, too, is that we're talking about the mask. We're talking about Austin ISD. Um, we're talking about Democrats. Like One thing that I think the direction that they continue to move in and they're trying to move in, like the increased totalitarianism, all this stuff, is like there's no going back to – like, for 70%, whatever percent, percent's percent been woken up to what's going on, which I think might be at 70%, 75%. Biden has a 33% approval rating.
0: Which is really like a 12% approval rating, but they always juice up the numbers and stuff. Dude,
1: those are the fake numbers. What must the real numbers look like? Right? Like, it might be 12%. Like, so, I think the amount of people that are awake to what's gone on over the last few months is, is, a, is a large number, and it's growing. And so... I there's no going back to pretending you were the party that you were in February of 2020 or like that you, people that people perceived you to be. No, there There's not, no so there's, there's, there's only no, there's one left. direction forward to for the organism to sustain itself and to ex- exist is there is no real elections left. There's no there's no there's no following the rules. Like I mean think about the last people want to say it wasn't stolen whatever. The 2018 midterms were basically Corrupted by the fake Russia story Yeah 2020 I mean I don't know if you were shadow banned too But the month lead- I
0: feel like I was because The month I was leading was getting up into less the views. Every time I would say something Yeah I was getting less the views The month leading this. into yeah. the
1: election I got shadow banned too I got kicked off uh, I Actually I got kicked off the Twitter The flow of information
0: <laughs> was the biggest act of voter suppression that could occur And whether or not like fraud occurred at the ballot boxes It already occurred because of how they The Hunter Biden how, Well yeah it was just uh, because Hunter of Biden. how they hid information they didn't want revealed And how they Used um, certain polling numbers to create a projection, yeah. so like people could never argue about like fraud or whatnot. Like for sure, and then the same YouTube. Polls YouTube that listen, on. listen. YouTube removed dislikes right after Biden got elected. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Like there are certain weird anomalies that you can't like definitively prove, but things just m- it makes you question. Some you stuff, have to right? be. A it detective. just makes you kind of like wonder what's going on.
1: One of the problems is that this is a group of people that can't admit when they're wrong because
0: also they've. They've they've abused your kids for two But years. also back in 2020, the the sentiment was like the shift was different. Like like the, the 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 battlegrounds and the line has definitely shifted a lot more from now until um from now from the fall of 2020. Well, so there were a lot people. of people. A lot of people voted for Biden because they hated Trump, and a lot of those people and a lot of progressives that would have that were Bernie voters that were gonna stay home, all bit the bullet and bit their tongue and voted for Biden. Yeah. There are a lot of those numbers, so maybe. Maybe Trump lost. It's, it's not eighty-one million, dude. No, of course you not. Know, right? But yeah, or it, it sounds. What it is, sounds. Like? Those are those are like some some Venezuelan numbers, right? For sure. But um, you know, when you look at like the. The political climate, how people were um, hypnotized by the media back then, how people were afraid of COVID, um, the millions of people that came out for BLM to support BLM, especially during the summer. Especially the people who were paid to come out to support well, BLM. Well, we're not talking about the people that are paid, right? Because you I can't know, pay tens of millions I know. I of people, right? Want, I just want to throw Yeah, out you got to throw it out there, right? You got to remind people. Um, it, it's definitely within the realm of possibilities that Biden— That he won. That Biden won, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But but the, the mail-in voting, w- just on its face, too, the—, the what I was saying, too, is like the Hunter Biden laptop story, like the fact that that got silenced, that's that's voter suppress. That's that's, that's voter electioneering. Yeah. 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 You know, like it's like the biggest platforms in the world said you weren't allowed to talk about the the dirty laptop of the, pre- the soon to be president's son, who was also had some weird illegal dealings in countries that we're not friends with. He has oil dealings in countries we're not friends with. While at home, the father is trying to shut down pipelines. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. Like, we're saying things. We're just saying things. Like, and it, it's, I think part of the thing is, is that some of the stuff we're saying is so insane that you can kind of, like, just let it flow out of your brain and, like, not really recognize that, like, oh, we aren't living in, like, a, we aren't living in, like, this isn't made up. Like, this isn't some fictional story. No. Like, no, this, this is real. This is real stuff, right? Like, the president of the United States, a laptop with his son's. Like potentially having like pedophilic shit on it too.
0: You have no idea what's on that. We line. have no we idea. Have no, we idea. Have no idea.
1: We have no. That's why the keyword is potential. We have no idea. Potential, right? Yeah. And so, all of that was voter suppression. And then you factor in like certain states just unilaterally change voting. They just unilaterally
0: change it. Like, well, here's here's what without what, any sort of legality. Well, 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 Zach, here's what else I'm concerned about, right? And it's and it's that why would the Democrats want to abolish the filibuster? considering how unpopular they are and 2022 considering their popularity should be an absolute bloodbath for them where they would lose power. Why would you do that? Unless you have a foolproof concrete plan to ensure that you retain that power for sure, which kind of makes it seem like the voting stuff, it it makes the voting reforms that they are trying to do considering Biden's lack of popularity. Um, and considering where the country's headed and considering the fact that they want to abolish the filibuster with that lack of popularity, it makes this extremely shady. And yeah. it, it is something that people should be concerned about and great ask point. questions. It's a great point because they're already like they're, they're, there's grumblings
1: about Hillary Clinton running in 2024. That's how bad their bench is. That's how bad their potential candidates are is that Hillary Clinton's – and we all know that Hillary Clinton's probably the Vegas favorite for that party at this point, behind, um, behind Joe and Kamala. They are probably
0: going to – they are probably – my hypothesis is that they're probably going to actually try to get Liz Cheney to like, oh my god, to, to, to run the, to be a VP on a ticket or something for she'll, Democrats. She'll get all the people who are like,
1: you know, she stood up to them, yeah. and and they'll forget that her dad is basically the Cheney. most demonic person. Well, in Washington of course,
0: and then, and then you actually get real authoritarianism because Dick Cheney will once again become the de facto president because he's of the never going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's he'll never going to die. Become, he doesn't it, even have a heart. doesn't. Yeah, he'll become the de facto president of the United States. So the, this is an authoritarian takeover, and it's horrifying. And I think you got to make, we got to do a better job. And I think we are of getting people of all sides of the political aisle aware of that. And I think one of the things that we've like, and this, we got to wrap wrap up soon. But like one of the things that like, I think we used to have like disagreements on was like, you used to say, oh, you give the left too much credit. You're too nice to them and X, Y, Z. But I'm just like, you got to get those people. Like a lot of the people are on that side because they just might not understand this yet and you've got to get these people to come around and how do you communicate and how do you use language to get people to come around in, in, in a way in which they don't feel like threatened right well, like that was where I was at I, You know, I mean
1: there's there's two different groups of people there there's right the person who is low information who a voter who has no idea what's going on there's that person right? yes but then there's the people that are like the people that are in power those people don't. They deserve our scorn. One
0: hundred percent. No, they no. One hundred percent. They deserve it, right? But how many? There's a. What's the ratio of low information voters to high information voters? I don't know. But go there's for a lot a jog. more. Low, go are for a are. L- Start training. Do something. But there Run. are still a lot more low information voters you know? than high information voters. Get your shit together. And running. I think that. You there's know, a lot more. Yeah, I think people are getting more. Information I think, of right course, now. and I think that what we did on this podcast did a was a did a huge service to get some of those people to like understand where we're coming from, like. And you know, we don't feel this way because we're bigots or misogynists or any of that stuff. Speak just, for yourself, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know you know we we feel this way because we like literally want to create a more inclusive uh, inclusive society where everyone can feel a part of how great this country is, and we got like we gotta understand like, hey man, like we live in the greatest country in the world. everybody should be included in this great country, and the more we do these mandates, and the more we have these restrictive laws, the harder the more you censor speech, the harder it is to actually start including. To, to make America the inclusive country that it's meant to be. For sure, we just there's just two people who definitely need to be excluded,
1: Bill Gates and Dr.
0: Fauci. Hey, agreed. Remember I love
1: when, when we were on Man on the Street. Infowars picked it up recently. Oh uh, yeah, Alex, Alex oh, took a video sh- of yeah. it. Yeah, Alex took a video of it. And um, it was a great—it uh, was Fox, Fox 7 here in Austin.
0: Rudy Koski, baby. Rudy, Rudy Kosky. Kosky. Rudy Kosky. He was actually a nice guy, though. Like, he was nice. Like...
1: He was nice. It's okay, Rudy. You just don't know what you're talking about. I was right about everything you said. No, he
0: was nice, but he you can nice. tell that he was trying to say that he was— He was especially nice because I
1: got out of the car to yell at all the cameramen, fake news! Fake, I fake news! I remember that. I remember and I, that. And he comes over. <laughs> so he has, a, he has a sense of humor. But he was essentially wrong about every single thing we talked about, which is, which is fine. It's okay yeah. to be wrong um what's but essentially what i said to him at that time he's like what would it take for you to get the vaccine and i said dr fauci would have to go to prison so if dr fauci goes to prison maybe one day i will take the vaccine we'll see we'll see it's possible
0: well that's what they're trying to do all this voter stuff because they know that if the election results play out the way they're supposed to play out you're going to get a majority of people in congress in place that will try to make that happen yeah that would be amazing but that—that's that that, 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 why I think they're doing that. Anyway. Do you think
1: that's a, is that the is that if when Republicans win, it'll have, heads will have to start to roll. Something has to happen, or else this is just all a game. And it's all, all a
0: game. Party. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Um, I don't know. I think that we're in some we're in some unprecedented times right now, and um, you can do your best to try to change tra- try to change things, try to wake people up, try to like, you know, keep keep the ship sailing. But you we also gotta figure out like what's your exit strategy in case this goes sure. to hell, right? So there, sure. there's like it's called Doomer Optimism. I, I, I read a blog post from Tucker. Oh uh, you read Max Tucker about, Max, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I read it too. I actually wanna meet – Tucker Max I, works at works trains at Gracie Humida. Does he? I thought that he okay. Apparently. Apparently he goes there. I would I would love to get a role in with him sometime for yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be fun, right? Yeah. Dude, he's uh he's definitely one of the um, one of the best writers of our generation, like, one of the first real dudes on the internet that I could sit and read for, like,
0: hours and hours. You I, find well, all his new st- stuff is way better, like, his new stuff is actually really good, though. Like, so he started, he started writing about, like, um, his, his about, pro- about like, diet and positive relationships okay. and stuff like that, and that shit is, like, the most, some of the most eye-popping, transformative stuff that you'll ever read, like, we should be on bas- his blog. um, I think, I don't know if it's on his blog now, but back in the day, he had this thing called, like, The Mating Grounds, okay. And if you started reading this stuff and he like works with this psychologist named Jeffrey Miller. Jeffrey Epstein? No, Jeffrey Miller. Okay. Je- Jeffrey okay. Miller, right? Okay. And just if you, checking like, if you started read if you like you should try to try to read their writings and try to read their work because I honestly feel as though their stuff is so profound and so poignant and so on point and spot on that we should be basing our sex ed curriculum on how they're communicating. Um, why would we stuff. teach
1: children how to properly would, maintain
0: no. a relationship?
1: We should just teach them how to have un- have have protected sex so they could just fucking ruin their lives chasing after pussy that will only distract them and will potentially lead them down a dark path. And yeah, just, but, but
0: every week is Pride Week, so there's there's no more pussy, dude. It's only uh, it's only dick. Dude. Anyway, Zach, how do we get a hold of you? Uh you can find me not on Twitter. You can find me on Not, other on, places. Twitter. not on, other places? on Twitter. Not on Twitter. I
1: got suspended from Twitter for um saying natural immunity was a real thing,
0: which it is. but anyway, um, which it is. That's fine.
1: Um, you can find me Zach Moore 10 P Z A C K M O O R E 10 P. Um, and yeah, I, I have a book coming out probably next year. Um, just signed that super excited about that, but that's something to talk about another time. And, um, I, you know, lastly, there are parents out there that are ready to start like suing the school. And, you know, we're at the point now where it's pretty obvious that there's some discriminatory practices going on and parents with more money than I got are ready to ready to ready to start something up. Um, So I'm super excited about that. Um, If any concerned parents are out there uh, that have any stories, um, maybe I can maybe kind of be a point man for you. The other thing is, again, I I don't actually have any biological kids in the school, so I'm I'm a, a step removed. yeah you know uh, for you for whatever job you have I'm thankfully in a position where if I advocate for the right things and do the right things um, I have decent good people around me that are also trying to do the right things Um, so I, I am working to be more inclusive with my language in terms of how I talk about this stuff in terms of like I get that you might be in an environment where you're you know you've been convinced that you have to wear a mask um, and, and you're going along with it or whatever, and you're just exhausted with having to do whatever, I get that people have different environments, um, but you know the time to continue to live through this lie and not say anything or not push back in some kind of way. If you're a teacher out there, we talked about this earlier, if you're a teacher out there um, that they, wants they, to spe- We
0: need a support group for teachers who are like-minded to us, and we got to— For sure. Can I mean, you
1: can—I'm very—I uh, know when I was in sports media, I know a ton of people who have the wrong opinions, uh, quote-unquote, um, so, I, I like to speak for people who aren't allowed to speak, because I feel like uh, I've been given that opportunity by people um, who are willing to support me. So, um, you know, reach out to me. Reach out to Alex. Uh,
0: just remember, don't say all lives matter. That's
1: super bigoted. Uh,
0: Unless you're Shamath Palpatia, who's um walking who's back at? those, the Warriors, the Golden State Warrior owner. What did he say? He said that the, the Uyghur um, genocide is, like, below his fucking line or something. <laughs> shit like that. He's fucking psychos. Anyway. <laughs>
1: all all lives all lives matter or, or all lives don't matter who knows
0: no, nothing matters no one
1: matters nothing matters you matter all right Zach Moore lady
0: Zach Moore ladies and gentlemen dude thank you <laughs> all right you